Mobile EWI update number 29. Well done, everybody. What a glorious weekend of celebrations. Didn't Her Majesty look magnificent? That blue is exactly the shade I want for my hole. I half expected to see her in a hazmat suit mask and tiara, but it must be incredibly difficult to find shoes to match a face mask. And what a rousing rendition of we'll meet again ringing out through mobbly. It brought a tear to my eye, it really did. Although, that might have been the barbecue from down the road. Oh, and we have to forgive Marianne Dyson. Her memory isn't what it was, bless her. She was singing We'll Meet Again over and over and over. Oh, it was the only line she could remember. But she was celebrating, though, and that's the main thing. And some fabulous stay-at-home street parties were had, too. Such beautiful decorations. And lovely to see everyone's tables and picnics laid out on their drives. And what a nice touch that so many dressed up in wartime attire. It was a shame that Vera's SS outfit brought on another attack of PTSD for poor Joe Rutherford, though. But I don't think he'd quite recovered from the parade incident in the morning. Do you know, it was such a good job that Sue next door had been doing some extra scone baking, though. What with all those jams I had thanks to our competition? Such a variety, too. I'm still working my way through them. I think someone must have left a jar of pickled cucumbers by mistake. I'd been on the pims for a couple of hours by that point. I didn't even notice what I was eating, until Sue kindly pulled the pickle and cream monstrosity out of my hand. I did think it was a bit of a shame that a couple of the local tykes felt the need for drive-by cake theft on their pushbikes, though. But they soon stopped when Vanessa managed to fell one with a well-aimed scone. Oh, her aim is getting really good. Saturday evening, we managed a Zoom meeting with some of our lovely members. As you know, we were due to have a cabaret show, so instead a few people did their turns from home. Jack Randall played his ukulele and sang like George Formby. Bertie Ramson did his Max Miller impression, although it was a shame his pizza turned up halfway through. And Jane Goodwin performed as Gracie Fields. And then some of our older residents regaled us with their memories of VE Day in Mobbly. They talked of the street parties, the celebrating, and Pat Clements revealed how she ended up in a barn with a farmhand called Norman, and that she managed to find the needle in the haystack. Oh, who knew our Pat had a dinner? We finished the evening with a sing-along to some of the wartime favourites. Pack up your troubles, the white cliffs of Dover, and when the lights go on again. It was all going swimmingly until knees-up Mother Brown set Audrey off. She demonstrated the dance rather too enthusiastically for some of our weaker-stomached members, who had to turn off their cameras at that point. Do you know, when this is all over, I think we should have another one of our glorious picnics. Although we've learnt some lessons over the years, haven't we, ladies? Firstly, we really need to coordinate more on who brings what. Much as we love smoked salmon and Branston pickle rolls, we could probably do with some variety. We don't want a repeat of 2003, when due to a mix-up with email and mail merge, that was all anybody brought. Secondly, we need to label the food. I vividly remember Audrey trying to soothe her hemorrhoids by sitting in a bowl of potato salad. According to Audrey, it worked wonders, and no one had the heart to tell her it was really for the buffet. And finally, we should double-check the field, as we don't want another bull incident, do we? It was unfortunate that Delia was wearing her hand-knitted red dress that day. For those that weren't there, well, thank heavens for Audrey Johnson is all I can say. 
she took on the bull single-handedly. That ring through her nose certainly looked intimidating to me. Audrey just crouched there on her knuckles, snorting, looking the bull square in the eye with her nostrils flaring. <gasps> it was an impressive sight. It was all the rest of us could do to scramble madly over the gate, like a scene from The Great Escape. Sadly, the bull caught sight of Delia, who'd got stuck halfway over the gate, and he quite literally saw red. It started pouring the ground with its front hoof. So Audrey copied, not phased at all. Then Audrey charged, head down, straight into the path of the beast. It was astonishing. I shall never forget the look in its eyes as he saw her hurtling towards him, poor thing. But then she stopped and stood her ground, totally unflinching, eyeballing this bull. I think it was in shock. It was so still. At this point, Audrey made a dreadful mistake. She should have walked slowly backwards, edging towards us. But, well, we were calling her and her hearing isn't what it once was. Anyway, she turned her back on the bull to make her way towards us. Imagine our horror when it charged. Unfortunately for Audrey, in her rush for the gate, well, she stumbled and ended up face down on the grass. And the bull? Well, Audrey does have a bit of a bovine build, bless her. And the bull couldn't help himself. It was all the rest of us could do to look on helpless and, well, more than a little horrified. Fortunately, it appeared that bulls are not to be known for their stamina, and Audrey was soon able to stand. She got up with a beaming smile, gave us all two thumbs up, and rejoined us on the bus right as rain. But still, we really must check the field out if we organise another picnic. So, I'll leave you with those thoughts. Stay safe, ladies. Thank you.